When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. This is the latest episode of Sooners for Life, a presentation of the Varsity O. Learn more at thevarsityo.com. Today, Jessica Cootie gets us ready for Bedlam as we sit down with one of the greatest wide receivers in Oklahoma Sooner football history, Ryan Broyles. All right, it is Bedlam week, so who better to welcome in than Oklahoma's all-time leading receiver, Ryan Broyles. I believe you never lost to Oklahoma State, right? Technically, when I was on the field, my senior year after I tore my ACL, we did get blown out that game. But I'll call it 3-0, and so you're right. Well, okay, let's, um, let's start. Okay, what was it? In 2008, you guys won 61-41. You had 48 receiving yards. That was your freshman year. Uh, originally, just going into that game, how big was it for you being that you had committed to Oklahoma State, you're an Oklahoma kid, you flipped to Oklahoma, just the, the lead-up to that game? Oh, it was crazy. You know, my first opportunity going out there proving to Oklahoma State that I, that I made the right decision. Um, obviously, we had a heck of a year that year, so obviously I did make the right decision. But going out there, uh, it, it's a great team win. Obviously, got to start with that. But being able to produce a little bit and show up on film uh, just to say, you know what, I did do the right deal and, and, and go to OU. All right, so massive game in 2009. You guys won 27 to nothing. You had 312 all-purpose yards, an 87-yard punt return, 103 receivers. You went off that day. How much fun was that day? And that was home here in Norman. Oh, it was special. You know, anytime you can come in, in Oklahoma or I guess the University of Oklahoma and Purdue versus Oklahoma State, um, it's a great feeling. Now, did I think I was going to have a game like that? I had no idea. Um, I think that was my first year actually being like the number one receiver. So I had a, a lot of confidence, had a great year. Um, and so luckily they just kept punting the ball to me. So I got to accumulate more and more yards and a touchdown. And um, I did my thing on offense. And it's always good to get a win, though. 
What are, when you're back there and you're having a ga- game like that and they keep punting to you, what are you thinking? Like, oh, okay, here we go. You get you get excited when you actually see that they're going to give you an opportunity. Yeah, well, you know, being a, a punt returner, obviously, you get you tick a little bit different. You know, all eyes are on you. You get the opportunity, and with that, you know, there's there's a lot of pressure. You don't want to fumble. You don't want to make the wrong decision. But they just kept kicking the ball, and it's like, okay, they're not sound on punt return. You know, I guess they're a punt team versus our punt return. So why are you still kicking it? I remember I had one long return, um, and then they kicked it again. Had the same type of play, and I actually scored. So. Um, kudos to, to our punt return team, and I don't know what their coaching staff is thinking over there. What for those of us that ever know the feeling, it's not something you see all the time every game a punt return for a touchdown. What is that feeling like? Oh, it's crazy. Well, you get television anytime you're out there, at least me, when I'm out there playing ball and the ball's in the air or the whistle's blown and we're ready to roll, I don't hear anything. Um, so I do remember after scoring a touchdown. Um, it was part of my FIFA days. I used to play a lot of FIFA in, in college. Uh, so after I scored that punt return, I put my arms out, and everyone thought it was a FIFA celebration, at least all of my friends, but really, I couldn't breathe. So I was just like, let me get some oxygen here. But it was sweet. I see all the videos now, um, and obviously watching the videos and seeing the fans' reactions. It's more special today than it was at the moment. You know, um, Bradley was talking about punt returners. Did I freeze? Did I freeze up? Okay. Uh, recently, Coach Riley was talking about punt returners and how you got to have some guts. You got to be, you can't be scared. You got to have, you know, you, you cannot have any kind of second thought whatsoever. What does it take to be a good punt returner? We've seen Marvin Mims have some big days for the Sooners this year. Well, a lot of it's strategic. So Coach Gundy was my punt return coach. So most of the time before the game starts, and this might be too much detail, but before the game starts, Coach Gundy will just watch the punish punt. Is he kicking 35 yards consistently? Is he kicking 45 yards consistently? So Coach Gundy would essentially say, hey, Ryan, line up on the 25. So there was no thinking for me. Just make sure I filled the ball. So first and foremost, you got to fill the ball. And then people like me, I didn't like fair catching. So when I trusted I could catch the ball, I trusted that the defense wasn't just going to come and run through me like it's happened in the past. So um, anytime you have the opportunity to do that and be a special player, um, that's what sets the, I guess, the average um, ahead above the rest. So you also won 47-41. That was a wild game in Stillwater. What do you remember about that one. Oh, it was action-packed, you know, guys making plays on both sides of the ball. You know, Oklahoma State did a heck of a job. I believe it was a night game, um, so it was a lot of energy. Um, they had a heck of a team, and I just remember the last play, you know, Coach is like, we ran a tight end play to, uh, I guess, a tight end um, out route or corner route to James Hanna, and I remember going right before the play call, I'm like, this is it. You know, this has got to be it. They're not, the safeties are coming down. They're not watching the tight ends because we're throwing the ball all over the place. Cam Kitty making plays down the field as well. Um, and so when that play was called, I was on the field. And I'm just watching the ball get launched by Landry Jones. James catches the ball. And he's got 4-4 speed. Nobody knew. And he just starts walking off on people. And I think I was the first one down the field. Like, you know what? Somebody made a play, you know. And it's just a lot of energy. And like I said earlier, um, it's more special now that I haven't, I haven't played in a while, but actually watching the film and uh, just reliving those moments.
This is the first ever night game in Norman ever in the Bedlam history. How jealous are you guys that they're going to get to play under the lights in this oh, game? Oh, super jealous. The night games are the best. You know, you get to lounge around in the, in the hotel all day, watch the other teams play, and then, you know, it's prime time. The lights are on. You know, the fans are out. That's real football. And, and on top of that, this is game day. What a special moment for these kids to, to go out here, play Oklahoma State for the first time under the lights. I'm here in Norman, Oklahoma. It's going to be a special, um, special memories for those guys. I wish I had the opportunity of doing that. But, you know, when they say your game's at 12 and 8, 7, it doesn't even matter. We just show up and we play ball. But it's going to be special for those kids. Obviously, for Oklahoma kids, this game means a little more. It's a little bit different. This rivalry is like and what it's like playing in this rivalry for the Oklahoma kids. Oh, well, it's so cool. So, obviously, we a lot of Oklahoma guys, they play on um, 6A, 5A, whatever it might be um, in high school. And you're playing against these guys that have this opportunity of going to Oklahoma State. So, when you get to play and, you know, half the guys go to OU and half the guys go to Oklahoma State, you know, it's like, hey, we're reliving our, we're li- reliving our high school days. Yeah, you might have gotten me in high school, but now it's my opportunity to come on the big boy stage and make some plays. So, it's cool for – um, not just the individuals, cool for the fans. It's cool, good for the parents to be involved in as well. Um, and it's special, you know, um, not to throw in a Texas game, but this almost rivals that uh, from time to time. It's just when you think about the high school players you played against and now they're, we're playing at the college level. Um, so we talked about how you had originally committed to Oklahoma State and then flipped to Oklahoma. Not dissing on Oklahoma State. They've had some great offenses, but – how much did it pan out for you to go the route that you did, to go to Oklahoma and then look what you did? Your Oklahoma's all-time leading receiver set all kinds of records. How much did it pay out for you in the end to choose the Well, I'd say I have no regrets. Um, both organizations are great. Um, both organizations have put receivers in the NFL. Uh, but, you know, Oklahoma wins championships. So I guess if I, if I had to say anything about – me making the right decision. It's I had the opportunity to play in the national championship, playing multiple Big 12 championship games, playing primetime games, and I think that's what differentiates Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. So I have to ask you, because the comparisons are there between Marvin Mims, people have said they remind people of you. What's your take on, on the freshman star? <laughs> oh, well, let me just get this out of the way. What is it? How many years has it been? Eight years since I played there? Nine years? I don't even know, man. I feel like every year they're trying to compare one of the greats versus one of the new guys. So we've seen a plethora of guys that have played their skill position and they made plays. So kudos to all the guys that are still in that conversation. I'm in the conversation full-blown just about every year. Marvin Mims is a great athlete. He's a young guy. It's crazy to see these young guys come and touch the field at such a young age without really being in the locker room or not the locker room, in the weight room and putting on strength and building their skills. Marvin Williams is a, is a great player. Um, it's special to see that he's got the mentality and the mental wherewithal to be a number one receiver at such a young age. And so that he has a lot of things going for him. I, I can only imagine he's going to continue to develop on that. I know every time the ball's in the air, we're just hoping it is Marvin Mims on the other end. Um, he's pretty twitchy too. He's an exciting player and uh, we're all excited to see him continue to do his thing. And let me ask you about Drake Stoops. Obviously, I know he means a lot to guys who played for Coach Stoops. He was around the program a lot. Norman kid, he walked on the big role that he's playing this year. What do you think it is about him that he's been able to do what he's done this year for this offense? 
Well, he's just a football player, you know. Um, he did his thing back at North North in high school. Obviously, we saw him growing up. Had to have been six, five years old when I was back there playing. Uh, it's just special to see that he is a, he's a gamer. He's going to show up. Obviously, this is what we see on game day. It seems like every time the ball is in this area, he's going to catch it. He's going to try to make something happen. Um, and I can only imagine he feels the same way as me, being a local kid, making plays um, right there in the slot. So, um, guarantee my eyes are locked in on him every play because he plays my position. Uh, it, it, it's special to see him do his thing out there. Okay, um, last thing for you. I know you guys have built successful businesses in Norman, and you know once you came back from your NFL career, I know you're a Norman kid, but playing Oklahoma and the support you've gotten from you know the Sooner faithful, what has that meant to you now as you kind of moved past the football career and have moved into the businessman career? Yeah, well, obviously when you play ball at OU, you know there's going to be some type of connection. You don't know at, to what extent, um, especially if you're a Sooner legend. You walk around the camp feeling good about things. And it's not until, like you said, you leave the, the, the university, you're not playing anymore. You go back and you hear all kinds of stories. Hey, Ryan, I remember, feels like 20 years ago, you signed my son's glove, you know, or, hey, I remember when you came to talk to my high school when you were in college, you know, those things are special. And so, you know, it gives us something to have in common. Obviously, OU football is, is really Oklahoma. That's all we really know here. So it's special to have that opportunity to still be a face around here um, and, and enjoy the, the fruits of our labor, you know, for being an athlete and being able to touch a bunch of fans. Sooners for Life is a presentation of the Varsity O. You can learn more about the Varsity O online right now at thevarsityo.com. Join us next week. We'll get you ready for OU and West Virginia right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Until then, have a great weekend. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.